world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Happy New Year, you inglorious bastards. <laughs> First show of the new year. Ready for the fight? Ready for the fight? What do we have left, guys and girls? Three lawsuits and protests. Yeah, that's all we got. That's left. all we have. Yep. We have no help in Trenton. We have no help judicially in the state or federally. Except for the Supremes is our only hope. And Roberts is pissing me off. Oh, well, you know. Okay? We need another Supreme Court justice because Roberts is a jackass. Sorry. And Kavanaugh leans towards Roberts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So I hope you all had a safe and happy New Year. And now we're back on track. My goal is to lose 30 pounds before uh, February 1st. Why? So, why not? I want to lose a little weight. I, I fattened up a little bit for the lose winter. Lose a little weight? I fattened up for the winter. I went from uh, 242 to 249. I want to get down to 225. I want to get down to my fighting weight. So, so, you, <laughs> so you gained 8 pounds. You want to lose 30. Yeah, I want to get down to my fighting weight. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm going to go on a meal prep or something, and I'm going to continue to exercise five days a week. And now, you know... What I'm lacking in my life right now is I used to take wind for yeah, right, two right. long walks yeah, a day yeah. and at least two short walks. So, right. uh, you know, some of those walks, the morning walk would be 1.2, 1.5 miles. You know, right. not that right. it was a cardio walk. Yeah, but, but it's still, you're still What's moving. it called? An anaerobic walk, right? Not yeah. an aerobic, but an anaerobic walk. So, you know, I'm missing that in my life now. So I need to, uh, I need to kick up the game a little bit. So... The NRA ballots will be coming out in a couple of weeks. Please go on Calandro for NRA.com. Share me. Share the rants. Share the tip of the spear. Any social media have. I'm going to be mailing postcards out to the people that uh, signed the petitions. If Sherry ever finishes the uh, Excel sheet for me uh, to remind people to tell their friends and family to vote. This is a tough election cycle this year because some of the big names are out there. But I'm going to try to get on the board. This is my last shot running a petition. If I don't win by... I petition this year if I, and I don't get nominated next year then I'm just going to disappear off into the sunset but I'm out there fighting for your rights the tip of the spear in the state of New Jersey as it uh, seems to be right now uh, I want to uh, start this new year talking about how we never learn uh, from what is happening uh, in the world that goes on around us so this a report came out about the Parkland shootings right you, mm-hmm. Did you hear about the report? Well, there's a huge report that it's like 25 pages, but I distilled it down to uh, about a page and a quarter here. So the teenage gunman, who I don't even want to say his name, re- responsible for the Parkland High School massacre that left 17 dead, had nearly free reign during the early stages of his carnage because school administrators failed to take steps that could have saved lives. 
A lengthy investigation unveiled by the South Florida Sun Sentinel newspaper included horrifying pictures of 19-year-old Cruz roaming the first floor hallways of Parkland High School as he shot his former classmates. The newspaper said school and law enforcement officials could have headed off the shooting and saved lives but failed to do so. Security monitor Andrew Medina sees Cruz walk through one of those unguarded gates with a rifle bag. He recognizes Cruz as, quote, crazy boy, end quote, the former student that he and his colleagues have predicted most likely to shoot up the school. And he's carrying a rifle bag. Yeah, this, most and likely. You're the school monitor. He radios another campus monitor coach, but he does not pursue Cruz and does not call a code red to lock down the school. <laughs> the kid most likely to shoot up the school is 19, banned from the school. Right. He's walking through the school with a rifle case. Yeah, and it's the gun's fault. And you don't call a code red. Medina was the first of three school employees who failed to call for a lockdown after oh learning God. Cruz was on the grounds. Instead, Medina alert, alerted at least one other staffer, David Taylor, who spotted the gunman in the hall with his rifle bag as well. Security camera footage shows Taylor turned the other way. Yeah, he saw him turned around and walked yeah. away. He later told investigators he attempted to use the stairs at the other end of the hallway to cut Cruz off on the second floor. He ran and yeah. cowered. He exactly ran he and cowered. Turned around. You could see it on the monitor. He saw him turned around and, and walked right out. On the video, Cruz is seen walking into a stairwell where just seconds later... An unsuspecting freshman student, Chris McKenna, entered to see Cruz loading his rifle. You better get out of here, Cruz said. Things are going to start getting messy. McKenna ran and told football coach Aaron Feist that there was someone in the school with a gun. The Sun Sentinel found no evidence that Feist used his radio to call a code red lockdown. <laughs> the second missed chance. Now, but on the other hand, tragically, Feist later died shielding students from the madman and was lauded as a hero by survivors. With his weapon out, Cruz left the stairwell and fired his first shots, killing three freshmen in the first floor hallway. Taylor heard the shots and raced up to the second floor where he ducked into a janitor's closet. This is one of the uh, monitors, okay? He had a radio, but he didn't call for a lockdown. <laughs> this was number three. The kid was killing people. The monitor, Taylor, ran into a janitor's closet and hid and cowered and probably didn't, didn't, want, to his, yeah, didn't want to make didn't noise. Didn't use his radio to call for a lockdown. Yeah. Another 14 in staffs would die in the hour-long rampage, many after the fire alarm bell sent An them scrambling into the hallways. Long. You gave yes. them 60 minutes to shoot fish in a barrel. And the retired deputy was outside, refused to go in. The other <laughs> coward. That's another error. This is what we deal with here, yeah, and right. we blame the gun. Nancy yeah. Pelosi. Now, Andrew Pollack, whose daughter, uh, Heather Meadow, I'm sorry, Meadow died in this tragically. Right, right. He's pushing for better school security measures, and he's saying to the Democrats, stop focusing on the gun. Let's make it work. Let's make our schools safe. That Sheriff Israel, everybody, they all lied. They're all cowards. Oh. They all lied. Oh, he, now, now he's the, as dirty as the, as the day is long. Now, yeah. the teachers that are monitors... 
Sandy, without the proper training, right. it's what easy gonna, to yes. poop the bed, yes. Sandy. Yes. Run and yes. cower. Absolutely. Forget to use your radio. Sure. Fight or flight reflexes yes. kick in. Your survival instincts kick in. That's why you can't just give people guns. No. You have to have them no. trained. They have to be of the proper mindset. We've said that time but, and time again. Even if you own your own firearm, you really need to get training. You can't just buy it, like you say, and stick it in the drawer. Sandy, it's it's tragic what happened that for an hour, the rampage goes on. The first cop there refuses to go in. Other cops come in. They refuse, and they go in delayed when it was too late. But all of these interactions with this kid, and nobody calls the code red. The other question is, how did he get into school? Most schools are locked down, mm-hmm. right? Well, you have to go through a front door. You have to be buzzed in. When I had stepkids, I used to go to the high school or the elementary school, and I have to go up to the front, and there was bulletproof glass there. And like Anthony Calandro visiting blah, 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 and they they let me into the airlock, and then they would – I only had access to the administrator's area, not to the general school area. So this is going to continue to happen as long as we don't focus on fixing the problem and we focus on it's just a gun problem. But – these people that live that didn't call the code red, they're, they're, they must be carrying a lot of guilt. You know, they must be carrying a lot of guilt. I guess so. You know, because it's hard. But you need to have good active shooter drills. You need to practice, 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 practice. I'm sorry. It has to be implemented. Maybe you have to do an emergency one with airsoft guns without notice mm-hmm. to see how administrators are going to respond. You know, it's so easy to say, Sandy, you're going to be a monitor. Here's your radio. Right. Something's wrong, call code red, there could be a lockdown. You know, the other thing is they could fortify classroom doors, there's locks and stuff. You know, maybe instead of 17 kids dying, maybe only three or none would have died because of this kid. But to be able to come into the building roam free, to be spotted with a rifle case, that your 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 stigma is that you're the kid most likely yeah, uh, they to knew who he go was. crazy and still allow him on the grounds without calling a code red. And 911 is, is unbelievable. And even when they did call 911, the Coward County they, Sheriff's they Office didn't even go in. So so what is 911? Again, like we talked about last week, they, they police have absolutely no... Uh, right to protect. Uh, right to protect, yeah. It's and, been cleared numerous times. Yeah. The, the security guard, that Scott, not Scott Israel, the other one who didn't go into the building, he mm-hmm. was just cleared in a lawsuit. The yeah. Florida Supreme right. Court said, go, you know, Warren right. versus D.C. and the right. other cases that right. he, he you can't sue him. Right. He has no duty to protect. Now, would it have been different if one of the first responding cops had kids in that school? Oh, very different. Right? Very would different. Would you have waited for any right. orders or directions? No, you would have stormed about right this in. We talked when, when uh, we were doing uh, synagogue stuff, too. It's the same thing. Who's going to protect those kids in there more than the people who were in that synagogue? A hired cop? A hired uh, security guard? No, he's going to run. Guard? Right. You have to have skin in the game. Yeah. So, a lot of lessons to be learned from Parkland. Unfortunately, none will be learned. We will continue focusing on the gun. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. 
In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try them out? So I went down there, tried them out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N dot com. Anthony? Come on, man. I was napping. <laughs> Please do not forget to support the Cheeseman Gillard case. GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry NJ. Both were denied. They hired David Jensen. They're at the state level. ANJRPC 
CNJFO and NRA are helping with the two cases, and we're also helping with our Rogers Carry case and our 10-round Magban case. Do not tell me what has the NRA done for us later or any crap like that. I do not want to hear it. If you're not a member and you don't donate to those three organizations, then you're just an SMP a social media patriot. Go back into your basement, get your mom's uh, meatloaf and ketchup sandwich, and play Fortnite and shut up because I don't have time to respond to your shit on social media. Where's the NRA? Where's the NRPC? Where's this? I don't have time for your crap anymore. It is now January, and the fight is on. So support the Cheeseman's Gillard case, CNJFO, ANJRPC, and NRA. It's that freaking easy. Four things. Most people can count to four, Five right? show up on the 26th of March. Show up on March 26th. So let's talk about this March 26th thing. We're all going to be down in Trenton. And, uh, and we're bring a meatloaf sandwich. Bring your meat. Now I want a meatloaf I want sandwich. meatloaf with ketchup and black pepper. Right. No salt. No salt. Okay? Why no salt? I, I got to know. I'm too fat. So <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, what's been going on in Europe now where it's boiling over because us people that are trying to make a living are tired of hearing about climate change and you can't drill and identity politics and uh, how illegals get more benefits than us and our retired people and our veterans and illegals have have more rights and bail reform. We're really tired of this shit. All we care about is a safe quality of life where we can make enough money to put food on a table and live the American dream. And all our liberal progressive politicians do is every day fight and crush us and do not represent us. I'm telling you right now, overtaxation with no representation is a bad recipe. That's what built this country. Okay, that's what built this country, and we're getting to that point. So who are the Yellow Vest protesters? So one trucker protested on Facebook about the carbon tax and his gas going up, and it grew. It's in the seventh week now. They, they're protesting Macron's mansion in the hills. They're blocking the streets. They're protesting all of the tourist sites. We might see that happen in the United States, and I think that New Jersey might be the powder keg because it's not going to happen in California, but I can see it happening in New Jersey. I can see enough pissed-off people being pushed so far, okay? Only if so. we can get the potheads to come out and, uh, and, and protest because he hasn't legalized pot yet. Nice, 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 nice. So, the people are middle and lower class people that live outside of the liberal cities in France. Does that sound familiar? Mm -hmm. They are the working people every day that are paying more taxes and get less money. And actually their pensions are being cut uh, because they're supporting all of these UN migrant programs and they're supporting all of these new world order programs. And these people are like, we're pissed off. You know, Macron gave a speech a few weeks ago. He gave Trump hell because Trump is an, a nationalist and not a uh, globalist. <laughs> but what Trump, what, what Macron failed to realize is most of his uh, constituents are nationalists because right. they only care about them. Yes. Okay. They don't. French they don't care about are very anybody proud else. They care about French. So, Italians are very proud. They care about Italy. So it's been growing and growing and growing. Okay. And. I want to see a movement like that here. We need to let these rich, repulsive socialists know that we've had enough. The lawmakers are exempt from everything. They have better health care, unbelievable dental care. They travel all over the world. They get all kinds of kickbacks and stuff. We're, we're, I have an article on kickbacks here. Let me see where it is. While you're looking for that, I'll tell you a little story. Go ahead. We had to admit my uh, mother-in-law to the uh, 
emergency room at a local, uh, very large uh, university hospital. And here's a woman who desperately needed care because uh, she had uh, a blockage in her liver. She was very severely jaundiced. She was had to lay on a stretcher in the emergency room without a room, without being admitted for 72 hours before they even got to her. Yet the entire emergency room was packed with, um, I don't know whether they were legal, illegal, whatever, uh, people, all who had brand new iPhones. Ah. So they have I- brand new iPhones, but they're not paying for their care, most of them, I'm guessing. I'm not no, we're really paying sure. for their care. Yeah. We're paying for their care. That's so how it works. Walk into any, ask any physician uh, who has been in an emergency room, any ER doc, uh, how many people they treat on the on, on a regular basis in their emergency rooms, especially on the first of the month, um, uh, who are um, in there taking up spaces while you could be coming in with a heart attack and not being able to get care. Because that's what they're using for primary health care. Yes, primary health care. Uh, the cops are very, uh, very, uh, n- <laughs> have been forever uh, in the wintertime just bringing in people who are uh, drunk and disorderly and dropping them off in the emergency room. It's just, just a way to turf them out of the way. And who's paying for all of this? We uh, the people. Well, yeah, sure. Five, but, six, seven thousand dollars a pop. But we're considered racist if we complain about it. Anything that hurts our pocketbook and our way of life, we're considered racist. I'm not a racist, okay? I believe in the human race, and Mm -hmm. everybody deserves to live a safe and happy life with their family. But I shouldn't have to fund it all. That's correct. That's that's my problem. I shouldn't be funding other people's shit. I work seven days a week, 10, 12 hours a day. I am overtaxed to the hilt, and I'm overregulated to the hilt personally and professionally. It never stops, and it never ends, and I'm tired of it. Meanwhile, our politicians, you want to hear a little stuff? This is a little synopsis of New Jersey lawmakers, okay? Uh, What's the title nj.com who normally loves all our politicians our democrats uh here's how new jersey lawmakers spend special interest fueled slush funds okay uh robert menendez the pedophile Mm -hmm. spent thirty five thousand dollars in a restaurant in washington dc over the last two years over uh largely the special interest that also helped fund his re-election campaign he can't send a dinner bill to the committee that funds his campaign. Instead, he can charge such expenses to a separate political account that he also runs. Okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he spent $35,000 in On one dinner. restaurant yeah. in two years. Right. $17,000. Now, for you minimum wage people, or people that make, if you made $15 an hour, it's $30,000 a year. You net about $25,000 a year. He spent $17,000 a year. At one restaurant. At one steakhouse. Yeah. In D.C. This is disgusting. I hope his cholesterol is 580 and his heart explodes, okay? It doesn't matter because he got reelected again. Thank you very much, New Jersey voters. Correct. They list here... All of these people collect through these political action funds and these other committees, and they use this money to fund their own personal slush funds over and over again. So when they come out and say, I only make $170 a year, lie. Okay? It's a lie. They are all corrupt. All of them, okay? Exactly. Uh, Republicans and Democrats, it shows in this entire list how much that these people spent right. eating out in restaurants and stuff on us. Se- could you imagine? Listen to me. $17,000. I'm going to do a quick quick math thing here. I'm not very good at math, right? But let's say, let's say $17,000. $17,000 divided by 12. 
That's $1,500 a month, Sandy. At one At restaurant. one restaurant. So divided by 4.3, there's 4.3 weeks in a month. That's $329 a week at one restaurant. Right. So he probably ate there one night a week. Yes. Then he eats in another restaurant yes. another night right. a week. Right. Right. And we're paying for it all. Exactly. And they're acting like they're connected with us, we the people. Yeah. They are not, That's sure. okay? That's how socialism works. Good for me, but not for thee, okay? This is what we're up against. Yeah. So you want to talk like that. You want to talk about what's going on with this uh magazines? Do you know how many people in New Jersey have uh turned in standard capacity magazines to the New Jersey State Police? No. Don't tell me. I'm going to be sick. None. Oh. Almost one month since it was enacted, December 10th, today's January 6th, almost one month, not one magazine has been turned into the state police. Oh, well, that's good or not good, depending upon why they didn't turn them in. Uh, Probably they don't know about the law. And I think there's also a level of civil disobedience. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something else. I've heard from cops... Some magazines have been turned into local police departments. And the cops are taking them. And they're disappearing. Yeah. They're not being logged in or anything. Well, There's a system. they can use them. Correct. Yeah. The state police has a form. No one's been asked to fill out the form yet. John Smith walks in. I got three Beretta 92FS mags I want to turn in. No problem here. Thank you. Have a nice day. And they turn around and walk out. And they've been going in a box, and the cops and other employees there pick through them, and they're all disappearing. First come, first serve. Oh, sure. So we have another... Um, Another uh, redistribution of funds yes. in the state of New Another Jersey. Another redistribution yes. of wealth. Yep. Hard, hard-earned money yep. uh, that we paid for that was illegally taken from us, and then we lose them without compensation, and we're giving them uh, to law enforcement officers. What's the cost of, say, uh, do, does anybody make a 10-round for a Beretta 32FS? Uh, yeah, they're, they're $40 a mag. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my $40 God. $40 a mag. Uh-huh. And then to have yours blocked, what is the average? You uh, think people mag blocks cost between five and seven dollars, so they'll cost they'll charge you about fifteen to twenty dollars. But you can't block anymore. We can't accept any magazines here. Nothing over ten rounds. We can't. You can't bring your magazines to be blocked. Here. Right now, if you bring your gun in here to shoot, we even don't, we even don't. if even if you're an FFL, you nope. can't. No? Nope, 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 nope. Wow. They're illegal. After yeah. December 10th, oh, they're illegal they're to possess. Yeah, 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 you had, yeah. To, you had to crush them. Yeah. I've been advising people that still have them to order magazine blocks and do them themselves at home. Yeah. Leave them home until their magazine blocks come in, epoxy them in. But no, we can't accept any. You're not supposed to travel with any. Now, we have people come in and shoot. We don't check anybody's magazines. I've heard of other ranges doing it, uh, checking their magazines and equipment to make sure it's all compliant. Yeah, I believe they, that that's a violation. They're uh, helping out the uh, Second yeah. Amendment crushers. Correct. So I'm not... I'm not we don't do that. We're not the police here. Right. And uh, we're not having cops come in here and check people's magazines. That's not our job, and I would fight that in court. My wrath would come down upon thee. They would have no idea what hit them, okay? No idea what would hit them. But, yeah, zero, zero compliance rate to the state police, Sandy. That's that's pretty good. What do you think of that? Well, I like it if everybody's <clears throat> doing it for the right reason. Well, all you people that have over 10-round magazines that didn't get compensation, think of the money you spent modifying or buying new magazines. So think about getting your asses down to Trenton March 26th. Yes. Uh, Let's see if they show. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, if 100,000 people don't assemble, I'm not going. I'm not going. If we don't get 100,000 people, I'm not going. How will we know ahead of time? Oh, we'll turn around and go home. I'll know. I'll know.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun for Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. You're supposed to say Anthony. No, I, I just <laughs> appointed him, sorry. Uh, new sponsor coming soon, <laughs> NewYorkSmile.com, N-E-W-Y-R-R-K-S-M-I-L-E. Dot com, 210 East 68th Street, New York, New York. Dr. Brian Tans, member of the range, taking all of our classes, including the 1,500-yard uh, long-distance shoot that's run by Jimmy G, the gun guy. Let me tell you something right now. You want to check out Dr. Brian Tans, NewYorkSmile.com. Send him a message. Drop him a line. Ask him about his services. Give him some reviews. Share it with friends and family that live in the New York metropolitan area. While we're talking about that, TripAdvisor, Facebook, Yelp, Google. 
go online and give Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range some reviews, some five-star reviews. We are the tip of the spear of the two-way fight in New Jersey, and we need your help and support. Support those that support you. Look around and ask yourself what other ranges are doing what I do out there with the podcast, my activism, the NRA, donations, volunteering. You know, I go to NRA and I spend weeks down there. I don't get paid for that. That's right. Okay, I miss time for my <clears throat> friends and my family, and Patty's always, you know, uh, orphaned because and I'm out business. doing something yeah. for the Second Amendment uh, in the state of New Jersey. Am I capitalist? Yes, but we got to fuel the fire, so support those that support you. So, more from the joking section, how this guy lives in Trump's head. Last week, we talked about that poor cop that was killed by an illegal immigrant right. because of sanctuary uh, city and state laws. Well, guess what Murphy's doing? Murphy is going to prevent illegal criminals from being deported by pardoning them. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to pardon them. That's his job. This guy lets Trump so, live in his head. So let, 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 let me, if, if I still have a 10-round magazine uh, and I don't know about it and I am uh, caught with it, uh, I'm sorry, a 15-round magazine, and I am caught with it. I go to jail for a very long time. 18 months per magazine. Unless I crawled across the border and am on the you know social welfare system, come to New Jersey, commit, oh, I don't know, say murder, then he'll pardon me? Yep. I think I'm leaving. Yep. I'm, I'm denouncing my American citizenship, selling everything I own, sending the money to the German Shepherd Rescue, crawling across, you know, flying first. I'll keep enough money for <laughs> a ticket to, uh, you know, to Mexico City or somewhere closer, maybe Guadalajara, and then crawl across the border and then get on every social welfare program. We're kind of, you want to join me? We might as well. Might as well. See, to spite Trump, what he's doing is anybody that's incarcerated that has state crime, see, if it's a federal crime, you can't pardon them. All right, Trump would have to do that. So they're being held for state crimes, and they're facing deportation under Homeland Security and ICE. So what Murphy is doing, the same thing as Harpo Cuomo and the same thing as Moonbeam Jerry Brown, they're pardoning them. So they're saying, come here, commit crimes, and we'll, you know... We'll pardon you, we'll so pardon you won't you. get deported, because oh. we want you to vote illegally for us. Yes. Because an illegal voting illegally makes it legal. Doesn't two negatives make a positive? Make a positive, yeah. See? Yeah, I, I can do math. <laughs> I just got a new digital abacus. Did you? Yes. Oh, what brand? That's why I'm on Was it, it. Uh, was it made Shenzhen. in China? Okay, yeah. I was Shenzhen. Say, yeah. So You can't so, get those Korean knockoffs. They don't work very well. You can't make this shit up. If you people aren't pissed off enough about us wanting to rally on March 26th, right. how is it that illegals, I talked about this before, let me rant real quick, three-tiered system in our country now. Yep. The top tier is the political class and the rich repulsive elites, exempt from everything. They jet set around private jets and tell us to use one piece of toilet paper to wipe our asses. Right. They have 17 houses, right. whatever the case may be. Second tier, criminals and illegals. We pander to them, the Democratic Party, the Socialists. Why? For votes. Because they will, like lemmings to the sea, they will all walk in mm -hmm. lockstep, and yep. they will vote for the Democratic yes, machine and keep the socialism going. Right. So those people would bail reform and the revolving door 
criminal justice system, catch and release, and illegals having more rights. They don't have to come up with six points to get a driver's license. They don't have to fill out the FAFSA forms to get uh, state and federal funding for their kids to go to college. They have free legal defense funds. They have free college funds. They get pardoned from state crimes to evade deportation. Okay? So that's the second tier. And then on the third tier, we have so the So that law. could be a gun charge then, right? Of course it could be. If it's a state gun charge, yes, he would pardon them. Then we have on the bottom tier, all the way down to the bottom of the barrel, we have the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens that get up every day and work and contribute. Who's also on the bottom? Our veterans, our retirees, and our disabled people, and homeless people. We are all on the bottom. When is there going to be an awakening? These are the arguments for the Yellow Vest protest March 26. We are the bottom tier. Yes. Okay, really? free shit over freedom. You you, even you our, coined that. Even our even our homeless, our inner city homeless, forgotten, forgotten, forgotten about. Yeah. Why? Because they don't vote. Right. The homeless people don't vote. We don't care right. about them. Right. The old people, seniors, they're going to die sooner than later, right. so we don't care about them. Right. And older people tend to be more conservative because they want to keep what they worked for. They never met my in-laws. Okay, well, but they tend, they t- overall, they tend to be. Our veterans, shit on. Worst VA medical care. Worst mental health support yes. for our veterans. Absolutely. Wait three to five years for a service dog, and they have to pay ten to $15,000 for it. We have fence right. jumpers that come right. to this country exactly. that get a combined total of $5,700 a month in state and federal support right. because of these charities that bring them in because they get a vig off of it. Right. They get federal right. money. The system is broke and the system is corrupt. It is It is a cottage industry. It, more, it used to be a cottage That's industry. It's not anymore. It's, it's not big anymore. business. It's big business yes. now. Yeah, you're right. When the hell are we going to... How long do we have to take this? Seriously, it's very hard every day with a boot stuck in my back on everything I do. And all they talk about is more taxes, more taxes. What can we tax today? Look around you, everybody. Potholes everywhere. Every highway entrance. They're not even paving highways anymore. Did you see what they're doing? It's just strips of highways that they're ripping up and paving. Yes, it's 195 going to Trenton. Correct. Is just chunks of strips of highway yes. being paved. He wants to put tolls on four more highways. Oh, yeah. And 195 okay. is one of them. Yeah, he wants to put tolls on four more highways. But go on any entrance or exit ramp in the state of New Jersey. There's garbage everywhere. and weeds everywhere. strewn Disgusting. everywhere. Disgusting. There is no more quality of life. What no. happens is it's a squeaky door syndrome. It happens over time, so we don't notice it. Look at it with a fresh set of eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Our infrastructure right. is crumbling. Our bridges, our tolls, everything is crumbling because all we keep doing is giving free stuff away Chunks to people. Chunks of concrete are falling out of bridge overpass everywhere. cars. Everywhere. It's happening every place. We are broke. Everywhere. We are broke. We are so far in debt. And it's all voodoo economic shit to make it look good. Just kick the can down the road another three months and it'll be somebody else's problem. Nobody takes a stand. We the people, we're tired of this. Forget about your kids and your grandchildren. I I don't know where it's going to go. Socialism does not work. Even though the breeding ground in elementary schools and colleges like Michaela talked about last week. And she got a lot of feedback from that show from Friends, families, two weeks ago, I'm sorry. And I got a lot of feedback from that show, too. And a lot of people shared it. But 
they're indoctrinating people because they don't live in the real world. That's right. And the problem is, like, like I said, my parents got a $2 raise on their Social Security two years ago. Yeah. $2 raise. Right. Yeah. Okay. $24 a year. And we have people coming to this country and getting free medical, free this, free that. Yes. Free. What is yes. wrong? They say that illegal immigrants cost this country $130 billion a year, and they won't give Trump $5 billion to partially fund the wall. No, but it's they'll a send scam. $10 billion to Mexico. Correct. It's a scam for votes. Of course. The people have, but even Democrats have to wake up. Because, listen... Shitbags mug and kill and rape Democrats, too. They don't ask you your party affiliation before they rape or pillage. They do not care. Right. You have to wake up. It's because you think you and live in MS these protected bubbles. Vote. No. 70,000 hypodermic needles in 44 parks in New York City. What a disgrace. Mm -hmm. What a disgrace. Coming soon to New Jersey. You know, they're pushing the medical marijuana because Florio's law firm is going to handle all the legal right. wranglings of right. it. They say they're going to raise $300 million a year in new taxes in New Jersey, which is a drop in the bucket. Their pension fund is like $35 billion underfunded, yes, right? right? So $300 million. As shown in Colorado and California, motor vehicle accidents went up sevenfold. Mm -hmm. Right. Fatal. Pet, yes, fatal. Petty, petty crimes went up sixfold. Right. So all we're going to do is bring more Sodom and Gomorrah yes. into purgatory. Yes. yes. It's just a slippery slope. We've all pandering to their before. social liberal base. This is Weimar happening all over yes. again. You yes. Yes. Keep them drugged, happy, put on a carnival show. Just so they don't come and burn us down. Yeah. So he's pardoning, back to full circle, he's pardoning... Everybody of illegal of state crimes so that they don't get deported. Illegals. Remember Shanine Allen? She couldn't get yes. a pardon? Yes. She couldn't get a pardon. We had to take right. it to court. Finally, Christie intervened. Yeah. Okay? Really? Because the prosecutor right. wanted to make an example of her. Yes. And he said that. Yes. He, he said, said it that. in open court. He yes. wanted to make an example. Okay? Listen to this. Twelve ways you might get screwed in 2019 in New Jersey by Governor Free Stuff, Phil Murphy, who, by the way, is the only governor ever that can eat an apple through a chain-link fence, in case you hadn't known. <laughs> and we had a governor who ate the entire chain-link fence. That was Just before. Eating. Yes, that was yes. before. Yeah. So these are some of the things. I know uh, we're, we're, run, we're, we're running out of time. Out of time. We well, we're going to talk, uh, uh, talk about uh, 12 ways you might get screwed in New Yorkese when we come back. When we come back? New Yorkese. Yeah, when good. we come back from New Yorkese, boss. The plane. The plane. For you youngsters, that was Fantasy Island Tattoo. Right. Look it up. Look it up. Google it. We're going to three or two. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin 
They only have one size. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Fall and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. You like my rants? Sandy likes my rants. Follow Ants Rants on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And you can find it everywhere. Gunforhire.com. Ants Rants. I feel like whispering. This segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet. You need to visit Shooter's Gauntlet in 2019. Tell Bob Ramo, Anthony said hello, and his lovely wife, Patty. Uh, They're in uh, Monroetown, PA, about two and a half hours from here. He's got a couple of thousand acres. He has a 1,500-yard range, two machine gun ranges. He hosts two machine gun shoots a year, by the way. And you can also go zip lining and shooting, and he's got a lot of other crazy reactive stuff. Check out ShootersGauntlet.com. So you could use a machine gun in Pennsylvania. Yep. But you come across to New Jersey. Is that why you, it's so hard to get across the Pennsylvania line with all those bodies stacked up on Route 80? I'm just wondering. <coughs> Excuse me. There. <coughs> Sorry. Since I How's quit smoking, lung? my lung feels great. <laughs> so 12 ways Murphy might screw you. It looks like NJ.com is turning against... Uh, he uh, Governor Free stuff. Yeah, I don't get that. But after they got him elected, they yes. did everything they could to get him elected. So, number one, Phil Murphy might try to raise your taxes again, which will lead to another budget battle. He wants what he calls tax fairness, which means, <laughs> yes, tax fairness. That's a qu- direct quote. Tax fairness. I do, too. Okay. Yeah, I want tax fairness. I want the people who have never paid freaking tax to start paying some of it so I can get them. They can take some of the crap on their shoulders, too. And if there's an economic slowdown, this is number two, it will hit New Jersey harder than most because we have the most regulations – the most unfriendly business tax climate. We have a potentially higher minimum wage coming up, and marijuana will be legal where most manufacturing companies find this 
to not be a good place to have Gee, your business. You yeah. Okay. The only ones who make out well in this state are big pharma, and they're in the pockets of the Jersey Democrats forever. Correct. New Jersey Transit's not going to improve is another one. Okay. Ugh. Neither the Jets or Giants Super Bowl. Our property taxes are going to go up again. For you people listening out there, the average bill in New Jersey for property taxes alone is $9,000 a year. That's average. That's average. That's average. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're talking we're talking ghetto price. Yes. I pay $15,000 for a two-bedroom townhouse. I pay $24,000. And I also pay a $500 a month HOA fee. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, there it is right there. So, just so you know. But I bought because I'm 1.2 miles from the range. And you know what's interesting, too? In Dallas, Texas, where my relatives are from, um, houses aren't even making it to the market without being sold. They're being sold while the listing is still hot. Correct. Here, the average house sits on the market for 18 <coughs> months. Yep. Who wants to move to this Five years in a row, we're number one state, people moving out. Absolutely. New York is second. Yep. Okay, New York is second. So they list a bunch of things, but what happens is these socialist programs are just going to continue to hurt us uh, in the state of New Jersey, and there's really no end in sight. That was 12? You had 12? No, no, no. Some of them were stupid, like the Jets or Giants aren't going to be in a Super Bowl or something. I don't care about that shit. That's Um, why they're not going to like... Uh, Chris, we're getting screwed because the Jets are Giants. Are gonna... Yeah, another way we get screwed. Oh, Who cares? Crappy. All right, so you, I want you to listen to this article, and then I'm going to tell you something. This was NJ.com. Man who was shot by police had homemade handgun, and he was charged by authorities. Okay? An emotionally disturbed man who was shot in his home last week by Jersey City Police had been charged with a weapons offense for a projectile gun he was carrying when he confronted the police. Stanley Menzies, 37, told police officers who responded to his home that he had a gun and that he padded his waistband. At some point after that, the police officer in the ESU unit, identified as John Bowman, fired at Menendez and struck him twice in the torso. Well, what the cops did was perfect. What the article failed to report on, he said, homemade handgun. It was an airsoft gun. It was a spring-loaded airsoft gun. Spring-loaded. Shot plastic airsoft pellets. Now... The EDP, emotionally disturbed person, he was 100% wrong. Yes. Anything that looks like a gun and you yeah. say it's a gun, it's a gun right. to a police officer. Yes. If you pull a popsicle stick out of your pocket, you're probably going to get shot. Right. Okay? If you pull a black pipe out of your pocket or a thick black pen, a Sharpie, you're probably going to get shot. Right. Fight or flight reflexes, you have to make a decision in a split second, shit happens. Right. Okay? So that's the way it works. But the press reported that it was a homemade handgun. I got homemade it straight. Handgun. Homemade. It says like, it's like charged. It was fabricated. Yeah. Police had police by police had homemade handgun. It was. A, I got it right from the horse's mouth. I got it from a detective in the Jersey City Police. It was an airsoft gun. Wow. All right. And uh, so this is what happens. But this is a good learning experience. You know, we teach this. That's why today you got to be careful with kids playing with the guns. If your kids aren't mature, right. airsoft guns and stuff have to really kind of be kept up with their lock, lock and key. When I was younger and I had stepkids, we had a big piece of property. I used to give them the airsoft guns and they'd go out and play with them. And sometimes I'd be out there with the masks and everything. But then I kind of made sure they didn't take them uh, out when I was not around. You know, you get one of the neighbor's kids comes over, grabs an airsoft AR or a shotgun or a rifle or a pistol you know you pointed at somebody you're going to get killed yeah all right and it's not a game no it's not a game it, and, and kids at that level they don't understand that it's not a game and for a cop to make a decision in a split second uh is not a good thing so something uh for you all to think about uh 
you know, treat every gun like as it's a real gun. And if you confront the police and tell them you have a gun, now this guy was emotionally disturbed. He's not dead, by the way. He's uh, he's in critical condition, but stable. But uh, which shows you how ineffective handguns are. Yes. Now. The cop was African-American. The EDP guy was uh, white. If it was the other way around, they'd probably be oh. saying it was a racial thing and, yeah. you know, he shot him because he was black or whatever. I don't think when a cop uh, answers a call and he hears that there's a gun and the guy says he has a gun and pats his waistband and everything, I don't think the cop is taking race into um, the equation at that point. Yeah. I think he's taken, I'd like to get home yes. to my family tonight right. and defuse this situation as quick as possible. So, you know, uh, something that everybody needs to think about. It's a, it's a scary world out there. And that's why all of your guns should be locked up as well. Listen to this. This happened in New Jersey and talk about no awareness. Two masked men burst into a Ewing home earlier Friday and robbed the mother and her teenage son. The mother and her 18-year-old son. That's a man, by the way, 18 years old. Yes. You're pretty much a yes. man. Were not injured in the crime, reported at 1.30 in the morning on uh, West Upper Ferry Road in Ewing. Uh, they told police the intruders nice they described. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's just outside Trent. They described in their early 20s wearing masks, gloves, and hooded sweatshirts. They rang the doorbell. The son answered the door, and the young men forced their way in. Well, there we have it. Why would you open right. the door? Right. You don't have a peephole. You don't have a nest or a home camera or something anymore. This is 2019. If you didn't get one for Christmas, they're cheap enough now. What is your family's safety worth? Go out and spend $150 and buy a ring camera or a home camera from Nest and put it in the front of your house or apartment. I installed mine in about 17 minutes by myself, okay? You don't have a peephole. You didn't look out to see. You let a couple of young kids with hoodies, hoodie sweatshirts and masks and gloves into your house because you open the door. And they came in. They pretended they had a gun. He had his hand in his hoodie. He was pointing it like a gun. It could have been a gun, could not. At that point, you can't take a chance. you got to pretend. Right. You know, you have to figure just it's a gun. Just assume it is, yeah. Uh, they use a canine unit to try to track the intruders, but they, they didn't get hurt or anything. They didn't catch them yet. But they grabbed money and some other jewelry and some other baubles and ran out. You know, they were like, don't make me do this. And they were, you know, motioning like they had a gun in uh, their pockets, okay? But the victims never saw any weapons. But this is a learning moment. Now, this is a great way to test your kids. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. What you do is you text one of your friends and at 10 o'clock at night and you're upstairs in your bedroom and your kids are downstairs watching TV like teenagers and text one of your friends and say, come by the house and ring the bell. And if they ask who is it, don't say anything and see if they open the door. Yeah. It's a great yeah. way to test your kids. Great way to test your kids. Okay. And uh, if they open the door without checking or verifying or anything, then an ass whooping, you know, should ensue from there. But, you know, I put the cameras in and, you know, signs that you have cameras and everything. You just wonder, why did they target this house? You know, probably these shitbags were walking down the street. They probably, It's one thirty in the morning. They probably saw the TV on. Right. Probably watching TV. And they right. were like, oh, let's go strong arm rob them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Knock on the door. If they don't open the door, we move to the next house. If he opens the door, we push it in. You know, we got hoods and masks on, blah, 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 blah. You know, we can pick up $50, The young kids today, especially if they're opiate uh, junkies, they don't care about they human care. life or yeah. anything. They no, just want to get high, just right? just want to get high. So these are things that you need to teach your family. You know, we talked about this before. Your peephole should be covered. Uh, you know, I gave Christmas uh, warnings last week. Now, now, if you bought electronics devices or furniture or anything for Christmas – and you have stuff delivered to your house now, remember, everybody coming to your house is a potential criminal. 
if they see you have a lot of electronic stuff and everything, they might text message their friend and say, yo, I just delivered, you know, this uh, chair to 123 Main Street, and they had this, that, that, and everything. You know what I mean? It looks like nobody's home during the day because the dad was on the phone working while we were delivering the furniture or something. Uh, what I like to do is when I had the dog, I used to keep the dog out, scary, barking and everything. But any valuables or anything, put them in a room that the delivery guys aren't going to. Yeah. You know, don't leave your computers and your right. laptops and your iPads. And yeah, now everybody's doing that. You're waiting for the delivery guy. You know, you have all your stuff out right, because you're right, working, right? right? Or you're screwing around. But what's going to happen is when they come in, they're going to see all of that stuff. And you just let total strangers in your house. And just because they're furniture or electronics delivery guys doesn't mean they're upstanding students, uh, right. upstanding customers. Is this the last show? Uh, this is, yeah. we're The last segment? Last segment, we're... Okay, we have a ton of classes. We have the 1,500-yard classes coming up. And uh, next time we come back, we're going to talk about more safety stuff. I'm going to update you on the NRA board. And do not forget, Calandro for NRA. Support those who support you. Get your butt down to the Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range. January's nice and slow. Everybody's back to school and stuff. Come down and shoot. Shake my hand. Show your support. Send us emails if you want us to discuss anything on the radio show. We're here for you 100%. 2019 is going to be the fight of our lives, and I'm willing to lead it, but I need all of you to support me 100%. Do not forget that. Thank you all, and I hope you have a safe, prosperous new year, and I hope our governor moves to Tanzania for good. <laughs> Tanzania would be a good place for him to live. Unless a lion ate him. Yes. Well, that would be good, <coughs> It would be great. And he'd have photos. It'd it be too. great. It'd be wonderful. Yes, not that we're wishing him any ill harm. Uh, all right, well, looks like you've done it again based on the clock on the wall. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. And like Anthony says, please, each one reach one. Try to get someone out to this protest on 26 March uh, when we can expect sideways snow uh, if, if it holds out for uh, tradition. Yes. All right. We love you guys. Uh, see you next week. From to go shine.